listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, with your host, Vivian Bell. Well, it's declaration time, and our declaration here at She Who Believes the Podcast comes from Luke 1 and verse 45. I will be declaring this word from the English Standard Version. Remember, you can choose any version that you choose. We only ask that when you speak this and declare this word over your life, that you replace the word she, or in some versions, woman, with your very own name. Because we believe that the word of God is for us, that it is just as alive and active as it was when it was written, when it was spoken, when it transpired over 2000 years ago. So here we are again, Luke verse, Luke 1 verse 45, and it reads as follows. And blessed is Vivian who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Uh, Isn't that a great feeling to be able to personalize the word of God, to be able to know that his word is for you and to grab hold to it and claim it and make it yours because it is as children of God, his word is true for each and every one of us. great day you're listening to the podcast she who believes and i am your host vivian bell and i am indeed she who believes well this week's uh podcast i am jumping right in right the title of it is instructions needed and for the first time i have a subtitle i think it's the first time i'm not sure i don't remember i've been doing this about four years but the subtitle is how to break the strongholds so instructions needed how to break the strongholds well, this is this subject today is really near and dear to my heart um, for two reasons. I'm a board certified biblical counselor, mental health coach, and then two, I've personally walked through this. Um, the reason why I share being a board certified biblical counselor, mental health coach is one of the things that um, I've been able to watch over the last um, almost year, right, is that I've watched... Um, some mental health professionals um, give general information or sometimes we give information um, without giving complete instruction, right? So uh, no dig at against, against uh, mental health professionals because hello, I'm a counselor and a mental health coach. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to share great day you're listening to the podcast she who believes and i am your host vivian bell and i am indeed she who believes today the title of our podcast is instructions needed subtitle how to break the strongholds so i am going to um share that this subject today is really really near and dear to my heart because it is something that's personal for me Um, It's funny, as I say that, it's not like everything isn't personal to me on this podcast, but um, this has been an area um, where I've really had to unpack some things recently. Um, So I'm going to share with you the word of God and some tips that I was uh, led to uh, share with you today. 
So um, I'm going to have a lot of scripture, which you guys know I'm not afraid of scripture, right? You get scripture here at She Who Believes the Podcast. Um, But the reason why I'm stating I'm sharing scripture, the word of God, because it was impressed upon me to remind you all that the word of God is more than just a book that was written. I want to encourage you even after this podcast, even after it may expose a whole lot of things in your life, that you know that there is safety in God, that you know that this book is was shared with you, was inspired from a loving father, right? Um, and that everything that's in this book works and that it also is for you. So here we are again. The, the title is Instructions Needed, How to Break the Strongholds. I'm going to start with the word because the word of God came first. The word of God is powerful. The word of God, God is life. Nahum 1 and 7. I'm reading from the King James Version today. You can read from any version you choose. Um, This is just the version I I chose today. And the word of God reads as follows. The Lord is God. Um, The Lord is good. He is God. But (laughs) the scripture says the Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knoweth them that trust in him. I remember the first time I read this scripture and I thought, ooh, I was a little confused because strongholds are usually spoken um, about as something that's negative, right? At least for me, I'm being raised in church. uh, It was spoken about as a negative thing. And I said, God, why would you be referenced as a stronghold? And literally not until I was preparing for this podcast. I mean, I got it before, but the revelation of it has really blessed me today. I'm going to give you the definition, the dictionary definition of strongholds. It's a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attack. A place where a particular cause or belief is strongly defended or upheld. Sounds like a great place, right? A stronghold can be a great place when God is our strongholds, but not when we have poor cycles and patterns. And it's important that I express to you that cycles and patterns may not be your fault, right? So I know sometimes it's easy for us to look at people that we judge, right? Alcoholics, those addicted to drugs, um, And I'm not saying that those things aren't bad, but what I want to just give you a correlation and I want to help you actually be free from some things that may be holding you, whether it is alcohol and drugs or whether it is just a mindset that has been fortified by the enemy of your soul that has that is that he is strongly defending and he is strongly defending the cycles and the strategies and the the strongholds that he has on your life because they've worked they've worked in him tearing down your belief system in God they've worked with him tearing down your belief system in yourself they have worked because it has kept you from reaching your full potential but today you can have freedom complete freedom. And I want you to listen because this isn't a magical podcast or a podcast um, that I'm guaranteeing you when you're just because you listen to it, that you're going to be 
healed or these strongholds will be broken. But what I will guarantee you is that if you believe this word, if you take into account the things that are shared here today and you, you walk them out, you will, you will be set free. And it starts actually in your mind. So if you will make a decision, even now in this moment, that you will be free from the strongholds of the enemy that bind you, that is your very first step. There is so much power in decision and making the decision. And that's why we're going to address these things today because so much starts in our, our mindset, right? Our decisions are everything. The word of God tells us that the, um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if your decisions, your thought patterns are broken or there's a stronghold around your mindset and around the way that you function and, and all of that, then it's going to affect the way you live your life. But today it will be broken in the name of Jesus because you just made the decision that it would be. And so now I'm going to teach you some strategies and some tips in order to walk that out, right? In order to walk it out on a daily basis. So we want God to be the place in our life that's fortified. We want his word. We want what he has for us, our calling to be fortified against attack. And we wanted this belief of God and who he is and who we are in him and how great we are in him because of him, because of his spirit living on the inside of us, because of the call he put on the inside of us to be strongly defended and upheld. Well, how do we do that? Well, first, again, we start with the word. We start with the word that's true, which is the word of God. I'm going to read two more scriptures to you. Um, I feel that it's really important that I do so. Um, they are both found in Psalm, Psalm 9 and 9. It reads as follows. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble, a refuge for the oppressed. So many of us have been oppressed in our minds, have been oppressed so much so that we believe that this oppression is us, that is our way of life, our way of thinking. This is just how I'm created. This is just how my family has always been. But let the, the Lord, the Lord God of heaven be your refuge today. And then there are Psalms 27, one through three. And it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies, my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me. So we usually think of that as like, um, so definitions for host, right? You can consider spirits, right? So let's, uh, I'll, I'll keep going and then I'll break this down. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, this and this will I be confident. He goes on to say, one thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. So for me, I read this verse totally different than I have in the past. It talks about the Lord being our light and our salvation, right? He's the light because he shines in 
so that we can see the difference between truth and a lie between the things that are are real and that are not really real right it says whom shall i fear he that question comes because fear will show up but this is a reminder to tell you don't be afraid of this process don't be afraid of being free from the things that have bound you in your mind the lord is your strength he's the strength of your life it says of whom shall i be afraid do not be be fearful and do not be afraid. Fear that fear is going to show up, but I be strong, right? It says when the wicked, even mine enemies, my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. It is the 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 will of it is not the will. It is the well. It would it is the will of the enemy. He wants for us to end in destruction. He wants our lives, our purposes to die, right? And it says, but he'll, he's, our enemy stumbled and fell. Today is time for your enemy to stumble and fall. The one that's been coming against your mind, the one that has held you back with the strongholds that he's placed over your life. Though a host, the enemy operates in the spiritual, right? He's encamped against you because there's a purpose and a calling inside of you. God put it there before the foundations of the world. Though these things have encamped round about you the strongholds right don't fear the war should rise against me it will because the enemy is not going to just let you go right but it says in this i will be confident it's important that you're confident in god and the strength that he's put on the inside of you and the fact that he is with you and will never ever forsake you it says that I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Dwelling means for me a new lifestyle. I'm going to walk in this. I'm going to dwell in this. I'm going to create new patterns and cycles that have not only broken me free from the old ones, but that now are something that, that becomes consistent in my life. So now it becomes my life, right? And there's beauty in it. And when it says inquire and to inquire in his temple, means I'm inquiring of the Lord. I'm believing what he said. I'm searching and seeking out what God has said. And that's what I'm going to live by. It says, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in his strongholds, right? He becomes our strongholds. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. You've made the decision to be free. We're going to teach you some strategies on how to be free. You're replacing that stronghold of the enemy with God, who is your stronghold and your strong tower. And he will set you upon a rock, which means he's giving you a new foundation. He's giving you something sure. He's giving you a place to stand strong. He is going to be your strength in this season, right? So I mentioned cycles and patterns. So there are things in our lives that we, we notice. Like, so for me, um, when certain stresses come or certain things that come to shake me or even certain temptations of things that I'm um, actively walking out to change my mindset about, to change change how I view things, there are certain patterns that show up. Comfort eating. Eating a lot of sugary things that I love, right? It's not just something that, hey, I like sweets and I do like sweets. But it's a pattern to the fact of I can pinpoint when I eat them the most, I can pinpoint 
how it's a stronghold against me because so then I will go from this thing that I'm attempting to overcome or overcoming or fighting against in my psyche and I can see how physically I will react to that by responding in a pattern of eating sweets like overeating sweets um, which will lead me to feeling feelings of um, and adequacy, um, it makes, it, it can cause me to, <clears throat> excuse me, feel um, not good about myself. And so then that can go into a mindset of focusing only on the thing I didn't do right. And so now I'm comfort eating even more. Now I am no longer exercising. Um, and then you might think, well, that's uh, not a big deal. But to me, I believe that everything in the spiritual is attached to the physical is attached to something spiritual because then when I'm inconsistent physically, it, there becomes a temptation to be inconsistent spiritually, right? So whether that inconsistency is, oh, well, I do, I currently do Bible study in the morning and in the evening. Well, now I can be, now inconsistency will slip in to the point of where, um, well, I did it this morning, so I don't have to do it this evening because this evening I sat and ate 20 packs of fruit snacks <laughs> or um, gummy bears or whatever that thing was for that day. And so a cycle starts, right? A pattern starts. So what I've learned over the years is to pay attention to the cycles, to the patterns, okay, I did this, I, I didn't do this for this many days. What changed in that in those days, right? What thoughts changed? What thing came against my mind that I entertained too long, that I entertained long than, longer than 30 seconds before I evicted it? What did I, what lie did I, what lie from the enemy did I meditate on? And I write that down. I take note of it. I pay attention to it. I even begin to break down what led to it or even what I did before and after those thoughts, right? So yes, I'm telling you to journal again. <laughs> and a shameless plug, get my SIW4 journals on Amazon. You can find them on my author's page, amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Vivian dash bell. So that's amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Vivian dash bell and pick up one of my SIW4 journals. And SIW4 stands for So I Won't Forget. So again, writing down these things, um, paying attention to the patterns, knowing what they are, then we can actually get some strategies against those things, right? So now when certain lies come, there's a list of declarations, or some people call them affirmations. There's certain scriptures that I declare over my life, and those center me. Those are my become my stronghold. Those are the things that I, I accept as my truth. And um, declaring these things, um, the first thing I first thing in the morning, um, I've recorded them. So if I'm, I don't want to say busy, but sometimes I have to have them in my ear gates to not only hear them. But to hear them spoken in my voice has also become a strategy for me, right? Because I have spoken them in a different 
uh, season or a different time when I was strong and when I was not giving way to old strongholds or cycles or I'm in the process or when I made that decision, I'm going to break a certain cycle. Then I've created um, an I am list, strategies, declarations, affirmations. It's all the same. So I record those, I stick my earbuds in, I hear myself speaking truth, which is, and what I've done this time is I based every single I am on a scripture. So not only am I hearing myself speak declarations, but I know that it's the word of God. It feeds my spirit. And so now I'm creating a stronghold. I'm creating a cycle. I'm creating a pattern and I'm getting it out there at the beginning of my day so that now that the, that old mindset, that old stronghold, that old cycle, that old pattern has no place to rest. Sounds scary, right? <laughs> to some of you, it might sound like work because it is. You're, the enemy of your soul has been working for a really long time. And I believe that we have settled, we have believed, we have accepted things that were spoken to our spirit as our thoughts, as our ideas, and as our truth. And they are the furthest thing from that truth right but right now I'm going to share another scripture with you it's Joshua 1 and 9 also King James Version it reads as follows have not I commanded thee be strong and of good courage be not afraid neither thou be dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest so basically he's saying whatever you're walking through whatever you're dealing with wherever you go do not be do not be afraid He's not saying fear won't show up. He's saying don't be it. Um, we talked in the past about being. Um, it's continuous. It's something that you grab hold to. It's something that you make a part of you. Like um, when it says be blessed. I've, he's already called us blessed. So now we have to accept that blessing. We have to believe that blessing and live according to that blessing. Well, if we accept fear, guess what's going to happen? We're going to be afraid. So he's saying, don't be afraid. And the reason we shouldn't be afraid is because we're going to remember that God is with us and he's with us wherever we go. That means whatever we walk through, he's with us, right? So we're going to, um, we're going to write down, we're going to, um, take note of the cycles and patterns that are in our life that are unhealthy, that are not ours, that, um, and the key to finding those, usually if you go back to your childhood or earlier years in your life, or maybe even, um, times in which you start, started to walk with God and pay attention to the things that are cycles and patterns, right? And you were going to note those. Then we're going to create our own strategies. Again, I created strategies based on the word of God because the word of God never returns to him void. It is our, um, when we look at Ephesians 6 and talk about the, um, the whole armor of God, the word of God is the sword, right? And it, it's also talked about in the Bible about being a two-edged sword. It, it divides soul from spirit and uh, um, bone from marrow. Like it is a divider of truth and lies. So we are using, we're creating strategies based on the word of God, right? We're creating strategies that we want in our lives. So if my strategy is to if the, I'm sorry, for past strongholds was to comfort eat. And I create a st other strategies, right? I create strategies that when I have those same feelings that would in the past have led me to comfort eating, I come up with a strategy 
um, to that's based in the word of God, an I am list. I come up with a strategy of um, physical health, which um, deals with exercising, making sure I purposefully eat healthy at the start of my day, because when I do that, I feel good. I feel great. And I usually feel so, so strong uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally that I want to keep that feeling all day long. So then that helps me throughout the day to overcome the comfort eating, right? So find out what your strategies, find out what cycles and patterns are, create strategies, be courageous. And then the next thing is that we need a community. That community could consist of a coach, a counselor, an accountability partner. Um, It may um, be a combination of all of those things. I am not plugging just myself as a coach and a counselor, but in this season, this is something God has just really been speaking to me. Um, We have got to accept help and assistance. I was watching one of my favorite shows, kind of like binge watching um, some some, uh, missing uh, episodes, episodes I had missed, right? And in that um, episode was this this um, firefighter, right? And this firefighter had this, um, he was harboring uh, this kind of disdain for his father because his father was so prideful um, that he made a lot of mistakes as a dad, right? And so this gentleman was now a father and he just, he had made up in his mind he was not going to be like his dad. But in the end, he realized he had actually become like his father, right? And so he realized that he said to his dad, he goes, I still ended up being like you, but I'm making the efforts to not be. He goes, I want to, basically wanted to share with his dad how he got to that place. He surrounded himself with a community of people that will call him out when he's being prideful. He um, was getting counseling and therapy and all these other things, right? And so he said to his father, hey, this is what I needed was a community. I'm going to be a a part of your community that helps you, that stands in the gap, that may call you out, that also supports you and reassures you that you don't have to be this strong person all the time, that it's okay to ask for help, right? Right? The Bible even talks about um, community and how it's not good for a man to be alone. He wasn't just talking about because a man needs a wife, someone to sleep with, someone to do his dirty laundry, those kind of things. He said it's not good for a man to be alone. So man is male and female, right? And so that means that it's not good for me to be alone in this walk because I can think I'm right in every single thing. And if there's no one there to tell me that I'm wrong, I will live in a, a, a false truth and be wrong the whole entire time, right? So in our community, we need people that we trust, but not just the people that we trust to tell us what we want to hear, but we need people that we can trust to tell us the things that we don't want to hear. We need people in our community to hold us accountable to the best version of ourselves, They see our potential. They know who we are sincerely, and they want to see us be free from the things that were strongholds over us. Again, that can look like a coach and a counselor. And that doesn't mean that you have to go to therapy forever or get a counselor forever or get a coach forever. You may just only need some broken, some, some strategies, right? A few strategies that will help you and you can move on, right? You may need 
several sessions. You may need um, a lifetime accountability partner as opposed to just someone who's in your life for a season. But get a community of people who will hold you accountable to the best version of yourselves. 2 Corinthians 6.14 says this, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And so growing up, this scripture was taught strictly in reference to those who don't believe in Christ. Those who don't believe exactly the way that you believe uh, spiritually or theologically, right? Today I'm out here on a limb, but on a limb that I believe to be true. When it says, do not be unevenly yoked together with unbelievers, sometimes that means do not surround yourself with people who don't believe in the best version of you. Do not surround yourself or get connected with people who don't celebrate the best version of you, who don't even want you to be the best version of yourself because they are a part of that stronghold and the cycles that the enemy has used against you your whole life because they are using you. They are, um, they love that version of you that is not as strong as you should be mentally, spiritually, emotionally because that one's fun. That one lets them be less than who they are called to be. That one gives them an advantage. That one serves their their, their purpose, not God's purpose for you, but their purpose for you. So don't be unevenly yoked with those who don't believe in the best version of you, what that looks like, and is not pushing you forward to become that. The next, after we have gone through finding out what our cycles and patterns are, creating strategies to overcome it, having courage, uh, getting or even removing some things from our community um, that will give us the support we need. The next thing I want to encourage you to do is to count your victories, no matter how small they seem, because sometimes they only seem small because we're looking at the big picture and we're looking at the fact that, hey, I have not achieved the final, the end result that I want, right? I have not achieved that yet. But first of all, I want to share with you that if you don't count your small victories, it's going to be difficult for you to get to the overall victory because you will always only look at what you haven't done. And that, again, is part of the tactic and a strategy used by the enemy. He wants you to see how imperfect you are. He'll tell you that you don't have the strength to do it, that you're not strong enough to do it. But we've already heard in the word of God earlier is how God is our strong tower, right? We've heard in the word of God of how he will set us upon a rock, a, a foundation, a strong place, right? How he will protect us um, as we're being attacked as we grow, right? He's our shield, our fortress, our way maker. He is the protector and the lifter of our heads. Our heads are lifted when we're confident, when we're confident in God and when we're confident in ourselves. So trust that counting your victories, no matter how small, is important. You've got wins. And so it's important that you recognize these wins because it's going to help you develop new systems and processes. Notice also that systems and processes take time. It takes time. It takes time to become consistent. It takes time to stop being loyal to poor mindsets, right? 
poor, whether it's you're thinking that poverty mindset of financial poverty, of uh, poverty of in your self-esteem, it's going to take time. Most of these things have been ingrained within us, right? They've come because of things that have happened in our lives, things that were done to us by people that should have protected us, that should have provided for us, that should have kept us, that should have spoken encouraging words, but instead they spoke words consistently that broke us down, tore us down, and made us feel that we had to always be chasing approval. When the truth is, God had already approved us, and he put us in this earth, in this season, and in this time for our purpose, his ordained purpose. I want to read one last scripture to you, and it's Joel 2, 25-32. Again, in the King James Version, it reads as follows. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar, the palmer worm, my great army, which I have sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon them handmaidens. In those days will I pour out my spirit and I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars, pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into the into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whatso that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. And so you might be thinking, how in the world is she going to tie this to being free from strategies? I'm sorry, being free from strongholds and creating strategies. So there are a couple things that are really positive and really great. And I want to use them in this, in this, in this, uh, this arena. It says God will restore the years. So I want you to remember this as you start to unpack all of the cycles and patterns in your life. Because it may become frustrating. It may tempt you to have low self-esteem or be discouraged. It may tempt you to feel as though you've wasted away your life. And that is the furthest thing from the truth because his word comes now to give you freedom in this season so that your purpose is walked out and that you don't go to the grave full. I am determined to go to my grave empty, empty of every purpose, everything that God has put in me, having been obedient to every command that he's given me to walk out in this earth. Did I lose some years? Did I lose some things going through um, having poor mindsets and uh, patterns and cycles? I did. But what I know now is that I've been called in this season. I, I don't doubt it. I know that it is God's will that in this season, not only am I to be free, but a part of my purpose is to ensure that others are also free from such patterns and cycles. So he will restore the years. That means things that would take you years and months and a long time to go back and do. God's going to make that thing expedient in your life, including this your freedom from these cycles and patterns. It's a process. 
but God can make it be expedient. He's saying that you will be satisfied. You will know that he's in the midst of you while you're walking through this. Excuse me. He's going to pour out his spirit upon you and bless you. You're going to see visions, meaning you're going to be, as you get free from this, he's going to speak to your spirit. He's going to make it clear to you that this is indeed your purpose. He's going to give you the courage and the strategies to walk these things out. And then he talks about those attached to you. He talks about your servants, handmaidens. Now, that means maybe people that you're employed, uh, that you have employed. That means you're, and, and I don't, not calling your relatives ser- servants or handmaidens, but I'm referencing it to current time, right? Basically, everything attached to you. Everything attached to you. Because there are things attached to you. People attached to you walking out your purpose in this earth. There are people that are waiting for you to be free. The word of God says that the world groans waiting for the sons of men, for us, the children of God to come forward and walk in our purpose. Because until we do, there are literally people who will not be set free, which goes back to the purpose of the initial strongholds, cycles and patterns that were set against you, even as a child. Because if he could circle you and enslave you and get you in patterns and cycles, you will never be who God called you to be. But again, my mission, my purpose is to make sure that people are set free. So here we are on She Who Believes the Podcast, giving you strategies on how to break the strongholds. Replace those strongholds with the truth of God's word. The hope of the fact that God is with you and for you will be your power, will be your strength because he has promised to be our strength and weakness. He'll be your strength that will manifest your freedom in this season of your life. I want to encourage you. I'm in this month of mental health awareness to be aware of your mental health. It starts with cycles and patterns. It starts with uh, noting certain things that happen or cause you to do other things that you may not even really enjoy or like doing. You might think you do in those moments, but then when you look back at it, there's the regret. There's the um, just that stronghold showing up again over your thoughts and your mind. Get free today from that. Get free by making the decision. Get free by following the instructions in this podcast. Get free by leaning on God, trusting his word, believing that it is not too late for you, believing that God is for you and believing that you too can be free from the things that have bound you in the past. Know that I'm praying for you and I will meet you back here next week. This is your host, Vivian Bell, and you've been listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, where we encourage you to stretch your faith and to believe God for the impossible. 